Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Um, we're going to jump right into a very special guest who's joining us, uh, guests who are joining us from from uh, South America, from Punta Arenas in Chile. And we are welcoming on Ben, Professor Ben Horton, the director of the Earth Observatory in Singapore, and Fang Yi Tan, a PhD candidate at the Earth Observatory Singapore. Now, they were just in Antarctica, the South Pole, is the first ever climate expedition to the South Pole from Singapore. Now, we think we have them on. Uh, ben, can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you fine, Glenn. Oh, this me? is awesome. Yes, thank you so much. We weren't sure we knew you guys have had storms and connection issues and all that sort of stuff. So Ben is joining us. And correct me if I'm wrong, you are in Punta Arenas right now? No, we're not. Oh, sorry. Uh, we got delayed. <laughs> okay. So we're still in Antarctica. Oh, you are? Even wow. better. Well, selfishly, from our perspective, that's much more exciting. <laughs> um, so why are you delayed? Is it a weather thing? Is it a what's going on? Yeah. Well, we had um, snowfall in Antarctica, which is strange as it may seem, unusual for the summer season. Okay. It's normally a very, very, it's the driest continent on the planet. Right. But we had quite a lot of snowfall. And this will make you laugh. Uh, the airport in Antarctica is closed because of ice on the runway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're laughing, but it's not isn't funny. That, we get yeah. it's a serious isn't thing. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> isn't that oh amazing? Oh, my gosh. So, that is extraordinary. Um, because they have no facilities at this airport. It's run by the Chilean um, Air Force. There's no facilities to clear ice off the runway. Mm. So... Crazy. We're, we're stuck on our boat offshore of the airport waiting to fly to South America. But you couldn't be in a more beautiful part of the world. Uh, well, we're going to get into that in just a minute. And let me just tell our audience real quick. You're, you're just finishing up a 10-day expedition um, where you're conducting a range of research activities, looking at different objectives, ice core drilling, understanding past temperatures, current rate of melt, sampling the deep water to analyze carbon and pollutants, etc. So you are doing a real um, a, uh, exploration uh, to try to add to our knowledge about the climate and its changing ways. Um, anything else you want to add to that before we uh, talk a little bit more specifically about what you guys have been up to? Well, I think um, the voyage, as you, as you mentioned in the introduction, it's the first science-based mission of anyone coming out of Singapore to start to get involved with the international community mm. that are really trying to understand this fragile ecosystem. So we're doing some science on the atmosphere, on the oceans, and on the ice sheets. But then just as important... We, uh, still there? So Ben's on a satellite phone, so we're hoping that... Uh, satellite connection, I think, so we're hoping that he comes back. He's drifted out momentarily yeah he may come in and out at any time this is live radio and he is calling in live <laughs> on South a satellite Pole. phone from antarctica where, where they are snowed in because there is ice <laughs> on the runway um and we're so excited to have him come and he is he is also um not alone there they've got a, an expedition uh and a also a singaporean a young woman who's a phd candidate uh fang yi tan and she is at the Earth Observatory as well. So we're going to talk to Yi as well. In hopefully when we get them back, we hope we're, we're going to get them now? back now. Are they back? No. Are, you, are you there, Ben? He's there. I don't know whether you can hear me. Yes, yes I can. Yes. yes. Yeah. The other thing to say to you is that we're using um, for the first time. Well, okay, I'll take that back. This is the second ever 
live broadcast <laughs> from Antarctica. Uh, you're not the first, but I think you'll take the second. We'll take the second. Um, we're the first on radio. But obviously, we're trying to use... There you go. There you go, guys. But and the first the, in SPH. The thing about it is that obviously, we're, yeah, we're using um, a satellite system from Starlink, from Elon Musk's Starlink. Mm -hmm. It's very novel and new. And we're on a boat um, in the Southern Ocean, just by the um, Antarctic Peninsula in King George's Island. So it's not a surprise that we keep dropping in and out of satellite yep. contact. So, Professor Horton, just to clarify, because you dropped out, you're looking primarily at atmosphere, ocean, and the changes to the ice sheets. What changes are you seeing? What should we be concerned about? Well, I think, um, I mean, this is my first trip to Antarctica, but even when you're just looking at a small segment of Antarctica, the thing that blows your mind is the scale of this place. I mean, Antarctica, you know, you can come up with some facts about it, but it's twice the size of Australia. The ice sheet at its maximum is four kilometers thick, mm. and it has enough ice within it to raise global sea levels by over 65 meters. It is mm. just quite simply colossal. And when you're here, you just feel so small in, in awe of this continent and so I think one of the things that we're really trying to do, apart from the science, we're doing some quite novel science here, um, but it's also just to communicate how important it is to everywhere in the world to protect this environment because the consequences of a collapsing are you still there? He may have dropped out for a second yep. there, Professor Horton. Just to, if you're joining us, Professor Horton is joining us live on a satellite phone from Antarctica. So he may cut out occasionally. And those of you who are on Facebook Live, if you do have any questions for Professor Horton, uh, and we, we'd love to hear what they are, and PhD candidate Fang Yi Tan, who's also going to jump on the call in just a minute, uh, they are contributing to Singapore's first to fight against rising sea levels, NTU researchers from the Earth Observatory and the Asian School of the Environment are on this expedition, this 10-day expedition to Antarctica, conducting a wide range of research activities to try to gather data. Mm. And as he mentioned there, why it's particularly important to Singapore, as he's been discussing all week and previously when he came on, show. on our show, that because we're right there on the equator, we're particularly vulnerable as a low-lying island as well to the release, the huge release of these great volumes of water from yeah. melting ice caps. He did a wonderful documentary, and if, Ben, if you can hear us, just jump in anytime you come back. Um, he did a wonderful documentary about going to the North Pole, mm. uh, going up to uh, the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, sorry, Greenland. I, I believe it was Greenland. Greenland. Yeah, Greenland, excuse me, not the North Pole. Um, and, and the graphics in that beautifully show how we in the equator are much more at risk to rising sea levels because of the curvature of the Earth. That's right. Like, we're going to be more impacted than somebody in the northern or southern latitudes, right, mm. um, as ice melts, for example, uh, So, and as sea level rises. Um, and, and some of the statistics are, you know, sobering. And whether or not, you know, whatever you believe about, about why climate change is happening, it's happening. Mm. And, um, and I think this is the interesting part. You know, what can we do? Can we do anything to mitigate the dangerous consequences. Yeah, and if Professor Horton jumps on at any time, I'm sure he'll clarify some of these figures. But as you know, we're trying to build everything at least 1.5 metres, I believe, above projected sea levels. 1.5 metres. I'm happy to be corrected mm. on that. Mm. However, I've heard Professor Horton say on our show previously and this week that 
because of the melting ice caps, we're looking at five metre rises at the end of this century. So the young gentleman, Max, sitting beside me, may still, hopefully will still be around, mm. as, as possibly my daughter. So this is five metres above stuff. sea levels. Yeah. Singapore's under the water. You know, even 10 years ago, when we were close to 15 years ago, when we were living in Mayer Road, they were already raising the mm. road level and the sidewalks by a metre and a half. So you go there now, it's a metre and a half higher than it was about a decade ago. Um, yeah. cause, and, and the whole eastern side of the island, they've, they've done a whole bunch of that. Yeah. Uh, we are hoping for Ben. We, it seems like we have lost him. If he comes back on, we'll, we'll grab him and, and chat with him. Um, uh, second ever call. Uh, looks like he's coming back now. Hopefully he's reconnected. Uh, ben, can you hear us now? Uh, yeah, there I can you hear go. you guys. Yeah, good. I'll tell you what, Ben, we won't interrupt you anymore. Just tell us what you're doing, what you found, and we won't interrupt any more in case you get cut off. <laughs> Maybe the satellites don't like the sound of your two voices. Could well, well be. Uh, you said Elon Musk was behind your connection, right? So, yeah. hmm. Anyway, go ahead. Mm. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've come out here. We've got a team of uh, eight people with us. Um, that involves, you know, uh, a young Singaporean scientist who you mentioned, uh, Fang Yi Tan. Um, but you will not be speaking to her because she's actually performing a science-based experiment right now. Oh. And that's more important <laughs> than talking to us. We get it. <laughs> yeah, let's be blunt about that, okay? Let's, let, 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 I just think I'm with a bit of honesty now. Um, and then we have uh, a young American scientist, Assistant Professor Jennifer Walker, uh, she's uh, an assistant professor at Rutgers University. Then we have a social media team, um, because as I said, the other hugely important aspect of this is to try and communicate to Singaporeans and other people around the world how important it is to protect this environment. So we're conducting some science and we're doing some social media. And, you know, this ice sheet is really important to people back in Singapore because, as we all know, we live on a coastal island. A third of Singapore's island is approximately one metre above the highest tides. And as I said previously, Singapore has enough, um, Antarctica has enough water within it to raise global sea levels by over 65 metres. So you only need to melt he always cuts off. Oh, right, 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 yeah, right at that off. moment. You're, oh, you came I'm back. back. Oh, there yes. you go. Good. It only, yeah, it only melts. Sorry, say again. So why we're at the uh, West Antarctic, well, why we're at the Antarctic Peninsula is because this is the part of Antarctica that is warming the fastest. Indeed, the West Antarctic Peninsula is warming five times the global average. Five times global average. Wow. Yeah. And That's as you massive. mentioned there, just to reiterate what we were talking about, Singapore is one of the most vulnerable countries, being so low-lying and on the equator. Well, some, you know, some of the Pacific Islands are already inundated, oh. uh, and many communities are already. I think he's back. Well, I think um, there you go. If you can, I mean, we're just going to keep on popping in and out. Yep. But I mean, I think what we need to—it's always when we're on the edge of our seat. What yeah. we need to think about is. is is what we need to think about is uh, we take our communication for granted don't we and there are certain places in the world you still cannot easily communicate from and he is in one of them he's in antarctica yeah. doing sterling work on behalf on of a, singapore on a ship on a ship <laughs> first expedition a singapore launched expedition to look at and analyze the melting ice pa- uh, caps and the uh, consequences dire consequences mm. let's be very frank about it for singapore as a low-lying island on the equator Okay, Ben. 
Okay, I'm back again. Great. <laughs> Nothing like keeping you on the edge of your seat. Uh, we so, are, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think, okay, so, so some of the things that we're looking at is we're looking at um, or trying to better understand uh, what's called the doomsday glass. He literally cut off on the word doomsday. Is that like the doomsday machine from Dr. Strangelove? It could well be. <laughs> it could well be. You know, the other interesting thing I hope he, he will touch on when he comes back is the work that's already been done at in Antarctica, and there's been a lot. What is their contribution? How is it furthering that, that work? Yep. You know, how is it different? How is it adding on to it? Because uh, I know a lot of times the scientists will share that data and information that they all, you know, trying mm. to big, make a bigger picture. Well, that's the positive based upon what I've watched and read about Professor Horton and others. It's this global, it's one of the few times at the moment, you could argue, yeah. in geopolitics, where there is a, a global collaborative effort to do something mm. about the doomsday that we're facing. Mm. Mm. Um, he's gone at the moment, so hopefully he'll come back a little later. Uh, but if you are just joining us, we were talking to Professor Ben Horton, the director at the Earth Observatory of Singapore, live via satellite phone from a ship in the Antarctic, where he's been conducting research, science, on the melting ice caps, melting ice sheets, and those the repercussions, very serious repercussions, for a low-lying island like Singapore. Yeah. Uh, we may just have to move on, because um, uh, unfortunately it looks like that his uh, connection is not very stable. Uh, we may try to bring him back on a little bit later if, um, if, he, uh, if he does come back. But that was Professor Ben Horton. And I think he's back. Okay, Ben, you're back. Um, and, and we're, we're going to give you one more shot to, to give us some good information, Ben. There's, I know there's lots to talk about, and we will certainly have you in the studio when you come back to Singapore. Um, one quick question to follow up, and that is the data and information that you're collecting, how will it augment what's already being done or has been done by other scientists uh, studying in Antarctica? Well, guys, I mean, I think um, that the new aspect that we're trying to understand here is where is the moisture coming from for Antarctica? Antarctica is a very complex problem. If there is a lot of moisture in the atmosphere, if it lands on the eastern Antarctic ice sheet, which is at a much higher elevation, it creates snowfall. And that actually creates mass on the ice sheet, which would reduce the influence of sea level rise. However, if the moisture lands on the West Antarctic ice sheet in the summer months, it comes down as rainfall because it's so warm here now and amplifying the melting of the West Antarctic ice sheet, creating catastrophic carving of ice here and causing rapid rises in sea level. So that's what we're trying to do. That's what hasn't really been studied. We, we've got these pieces of equipment that uh, basically sample the air in and around us for looking at microbes. And we're trying to analyze the DNA of microbes because they should provide a fingerprint of where the atmospheric moisture is coming from hmm. and where it's going to. And then you can try and calibrate models that project the future. Are you going to have enhanced precipitation on the eastern Antarctic ice sheet, creating snowfall, creating mass, decreasing the impact of sea level rise? Or are you going to get it as precipitation in the summer months on West Antarctic ice sheet, which would cause catastrophic sea level rise? Mm. Ben, we are gonna, we're going to give you one last uh, word on this, and then we're going to let you go. Um, but what does everybody here in Singapore need to know about your expedition there from Singapore and, and what you guys are doing and, and what, what should people know about Antarctica here? 
And it looks like we lost him just yeah. on the final question. Yep, he's on a satellite phone, as we All said, right. on a ship from Antarctica. But not to worry if you missed it or you got pieces of it. We will stitch it all together so it will be a seamless podcast mm. that we will release mm. later on. You'll get it from all of our usual channels of Professor Ben Horton from the Earth Observatory of Singapore at the Antarctic. And Ben will be uh, back in Singapore in not too distant future. And we will, of course, arrange to have him come in studio and give us all the updates on what's happening. I know some of you had some uh, some questions and comments and just didn't have the ability to get to him on those today. Well, remember those, and we'll uh, talk to him when he comes in the studio. Uh, and but we're so happy to have Ben join us, uh, even f- for just a few minutes, with his amazing uh, expedition that they're doing there. Uh, that can only hopefully benefit what the, the understanding of what's happening with this important spot. On the globe. Absolutely. And I know there were a few uh, glitches there, which you have to expect. He is calling us live <laughs> from a satellite phone. He is trying to on save. He is literally trying to save the world. <laughs> so I think a few tech glitches we can live with. Well, it's it's, it's, just, uh, it's, yeah, it's just what it is. Okay. Wide World on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.